This is Gemar and Moyid Ka'in Daf Gimel. Today's share has been generally sponsored by a close friend of the Daf, Lezecher, a Zivog Hagoin Bekaroi, very, very soon to find their proper and appropriate Shedach, Rachel Bas, Adina, Mertashem, the learning of the entire Chabura as we head, forge, head forth into a tremendously new Mesechta. All the new subscribers, all the new Torah being learned should all be an incredible Schos that Rachel Bas, Adina, should find the Shedach Hagoin Bekaroi Mamish. As well as learning should be a Schos for Shlema. For our with all others that need their shidduch. We're holding on the bottom of bees. I'm in bees. We're in the middle of a question. We ended with an incredible idea yesterday, which is, as I'm sure many realize, is incredibly Allah Lamaisa for those living here in Eretz Israel. We, yesterday on Bezim and Bezim, about 10 lines to the bottom, we had a question. As you can see, highlighted, Tanan, Mashkin, Bezashlachin, Bemayidu, Beshviyas, says the Mishnah, you let to water this Bezashlachin, this field that's on a mountain, the field that needs rainwater, you let to water it on Cholamayid and Shemitah. And the Gemara asked, Cholamayid, I understand, that's the whole idea, and that's going to be the big, the big focus of a lot of this parak is that Cholamayid, whenever we have a Hefzid, we're going to have Tircha that's allowed. Tircha Yaseira, we learned to the Mishnah not, but whenever there's a Hefzid, are going to be a loss, then we're going to be allowed Tircha. But ask the Gemara, why are you allowing Shemitah? Why are you allowing to do Malacha and Shemitah? And the Gemara asked that we brought this back to the Machlekes Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef, in which we learned a bit higher up in the Amid that there was a fundamental Machlekes. Why, why is it forbidden for Menachash and Meshachah, Mashke, the Zrayim? Is it because of Chayrish or Zayreya plowing your planting? But either way, why is that Mutter and Shemitah? So we ended yesterday that Rebbe holds very fascinating that Shemitah Bizman Azaz, the Rabbanon, and that's the reason why there's room to be Makel. Says the Gemara today, two lines on the bottom of Bezim Abiz, Rava Amar, Afilu Tema Rabbanon. You could even say the Mishnah is going according to the opinion of the Rabbanon. Who all that Shemitah is manazeh nowadays the din daraisa minatayra it's a biblical halach yet of voice asarachmana what is forbidden what is this entity that is asar midaraisa and Shemitah the of voice. The primary malachais. But as we turn over to Gimla and Aleph, says the Gemara, but the secondary, the children, the not as primary malachais are not forbidden. And therefore, watering is not considered a av malacha, it's a tolda, it's a subcategory, it's not the primary work, and that's the reason why it's going to be permitted on Shemitah. And the Gemara now explains, as the Apostolic on the seventh year, should be a year of Shabbos to the land, and the Apostolic continues, you should not plant in your field. Now the Gemara learns, I don't understand, Zemira pruning is included in Zeria planting, and picking grapes is is included in Cutting down the grain. So, why did the Torah have to speak out so verbose and tell us all these different words as we, if we look at the Pasuk for one moment? 
If you look at the Pasik, the Pasik tells us, So the question of the Gemara is that the Pasik is very repetitive, and then it continues. So first it said everything about grain, and then it repeats it about grapes. Why does it have to say it two different times? It should be included in each other. So explains the Gemara, five lines from the tablet. This means to say, The Torah is teaching us on these, told us on these subcategories. Picking the grapes, that's biblically forbidden. But other told us are not biblically forbidden and therefore the Gemara asks, answers excuse me that you're going to be allowed to water the field. Why? Because Shemitah is the Raisa, but only the Avais. The Toldois watering is not and therefore the watering is going to be permitted on Shemitah. As to Gemara and as everyone realized this is quite a fundamental answer what is forbidden on Shemitah the Gemara now is saying only the primary Avais Malachis or Aser Ask the Gemara. Velay is what you're saying accurate six lines from the top. The Pasik teaches us you should not plow. You should not plant in the field, and you should not pick the grape, prune the prune, excuse me, the vineyard, as we just saw in the Pasik. This Pasik teaches us explicitly Zerua, planting, Vizimur, and pruning. Where do we know all other malachis? Where do you know weeding? Where do you know Eder? Where do we know shoveling? Where do you know Chisuach? Where you know weeding by cutting two different types of weeding for the fact that the Pasuk wrote in the way that it did it implies not all that you're not allowed to do any melacha the fact that the Torah says so what does that teach us you can't do any melacha you can't do any melacha in the vineyard so Minayin and the Bryce continues how do you know you're not allowed to Makarsimin is cut off the dry branches of the trees. Me Zardin is cut off the extra branches. Mifaskin is to support the tree. Tamaloimar, Sadchaloi, Harmachaloi. Again, You're not allowed to do anything in the field or anything on the vineyards. Again, this is going to, uh, now we're going to have it a third time. Menachin Mizavlin, you're not allowed to fertilize. Vein Mefarkin. And you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to remove the stones, vein ma'avkin, and you're not allowed to put dust over the roots to keep it moist, vein ma'ashnin, and you can't fumigate the trees, get rid of all the moths, milan, tamalaymer again, sad chaloi, charm chaloi. So we see very explicitly that it's not only the Avois asks the Gemara. Now the Bryce continues. Wait, maybe you're not going to dig under the olive tree. different type of digging like a funnel under the vineyard. With water, well, yes, it's like fun. I mean, you cannot make these uh, little ditches around the grapevine. Now the Torah says, Zria, Zria, Bechlaloisa. So we already knew Zria planting. So why did the Torah explicitly speak it out? So again, 
Zriya is something that applies equally both to the Sada and to the Karen and to the vineyard. So therefore, says the Gemara, you're telling me that only the Avais are forbidden, not the Taldais. We just had this whole lengthy Brisa, which clearly teaches us, not like you just said, clearly teaches us that there are Durabhanans, clearly teaches us that the Taldais are forbidden as and uh, are forbidden as well. So how can you suggest that why you let a water the field? You know you let a water the field because it's a Tolda. and Taldais are much on Shmita. We see clearly, we see clearly not that way. Answers the Gemara. Uh, excuse me, but, uh, yeah, answers the Gemara. Midra Bonon. The craw asmachta ba'alma. Answers the Gemara with the whole brace over here that taught us everything here that was forbidden. That's all it did in the Rabbanon. And the Pasik, I, it seemed, kept telling me, Sad Chaloi, Chaloi, which seemingly dictated should be a dinda raisa. No, it's an asmachta, it's an illusion in the Torah. But now the brace continues. The Keshkosh Bashviz Mishari, one second, is digging under the tree, really allowed. The Vosik says, in the seventh year, you have to leave the fields and you have to forsake the land. Tishmitano milikashkoish. And the price explains what's Tishmitano? No digging under the trees. Vinitashto, what's Vinitashto? Milisakal, you can't clean out the racks. So we see that you're not allowed to dig under the olive tree. And the previous prices said you're allowed to. There's two different types of digging under the olive trees. One of them is getting rid of the excess uh, dirt around the tree, and one of them is covering over the cracks of the roots. I think Amar explains that Avruay, well, excuse me, the Amar explains Avruay Ile Elon, when it comes to digging up the ground around the tree, that's forbidden also. Pili, but it comes to covering over the racks, Shari, that is going to be mother. So, again, one of the bit of complications, as we're going to see as we go further and further into this Mesechta, is all these different agricultural uh, processes that we don't necessarily relate to, all the different hoeing and pruning and clearing and fumigating, etc., which is definitely true. Apologies. It's just definitely true. However, what's the idea? We always have to look into the side. We have to understand what the Gemara is teaching us. Says the Gemara very, very clearly. The question was, you told me only Avais are forbidden, not Taldais. We have a whole Brisa listing all the Taldais. After everything, what does the Gemara answer? It's important to get this answer clear because this is going to be repeated in one minute in the Gemara. Says the Gemara, you know what? There, it's an Isidirabanan, but the Pasuk's only an Asmachta. And ask the Gemara, and therefore we're, we're, we're keeping the answer that we said that at some level it's going to be allowed to water the field. Why? Because the watering was not included in the aforementioned Raisa. Itmar says the Gemara, HaChayrish B'Shviyah is one who plows during Shemitah, Rav Yechon, Rav Loza, Chalam, Reloikim, Chalam, Reloikim. Is there Malkus for plowing during Shemitah? Suggests the Gemara. Lema, let's say this machlaikas, whether you get malchus for plowing is a machlaikas, whether they hold of the opinion of Ravav and Amar Who says what? The Torah writes a general positive rule. Uprat And it's specific in the negative commandment. Ain't done in Uprat 
do not learn klal uprat klal, which would include everything. Rather, says Rav Avinam Ravaloi, all you're going to learn is that which is explicit. So man da amar loike, let's say Rav Avinam Ravaloi. So the one that says that you get malchus, even though the Torah did not explicitly write plowing by Shemitah, he does not hold of Rav Avinam Ravaloi. He rather holds that it's a regular klal uprat klal, and it includes everything, including plowing. Man da amar eino yloike isleid Rav Avin, and the one that says you do get malchus. Why? Because he holds like Ravavin. The one that says you do not get Malchus is why? Because he holds like Ravavin. And therefore, there's no Malchus because plowing is not explicit. Answers the Gemara like the Kuliyama last lady Ravavin. No one holds a Ravavin. Mandamar like a shopper. That makes a lot of sense. Why do you get Malchus? Because Klal Prada Klal includes everything. Anything similar to the Klal. Hopefully it should sound very familiar. When it comes to pruning, it's like it should be included in plant, planting. And, and Bitsira picking should be included in Ksira harvesting. So why did the Torah speak it out? Let me mark to teach you. Dahani told us to do Mechayev. I told Says the Gemara, the fact that the Torah spoke of these cases teaches us only those cases are forbidden, but other cases are not forbidden, and therefore says the Gemara, you will not get Malchus for according to that man to Amar. And now ask the Gemara the same again. This is obviously repetitive. It's what we just had a moment ago. The exact same Shaklavataria. A moment ago, the Gemara suggested that maybe only that which is forbidden is that which is explicit. And that, what did the Gemara ask back? And we're going to see right here, two lines into the wide lines. Is that true that only that which is explicit is forbidden? All we know from the Torah is a ruah planting, mizimer, and pruning. How do you know when it comes to hoeing, when it comes to covering over the... When it comes to covering over the the branches, etc., you're not allowed to do anything in the field or in the vineyard. And how do you know? <coughs> Similarly, you're not allowed to trim the tree and cut off the dry branches. you know? You can't fertilize. And you can't remove the stones. They and you can't fumigate. Get rid of all the moths. Be in the tree. Maybe you also not let it dig under the olive trees and under the vineyards. You can't fill up the cracks with water. You can't dig around the vineyards. So now it's coming to exclude. So why did it exclude Sot Chaloi Sazria? Loi Melachat to teach you two lines of the Banam as Yom Yuchazes Avodah Shabbosad Veshavikarim. Zria planting is equatable, is similar. Excuse me, both by the fields and the vineyards. I've called Shavodah Shabbosad Veshavikarim. So ask the Gemara, what are you talking about? We see very, very clear that anything that's in a field and in a vineyard, which of course should include Harisha, is forbidden. So why are you telling me it's not? Answers the Gemara, you're right. But the Pasuk is only in Asmachta. And therefore, it doesn't mean it's going to be mutter to plow. It means there'll be no malchus if you plow. There's no malchus if you plow, as there's no explicit mention of it in the Torah. It's only in Asmachta and illusion. Says the Gemara, as we turn over 
to Gimel Amir Beis, Ki Azar Avdimi Amar Yachal Yilkal Teisefes, I would have thought you get Malkus for Teisefes, something additional, but we learn a Limud that it's Potter. So again, a cryptic statement of Ravdimi. I would have thought you get Malkus for a Teisefes, an addition, says the Gemara, no. He didn't remember what exactly was this din. He just remembered some sort of din. You can't, we would have thought you can't do this, but you could. What's going on over here? Says Ravalaz, you know this is referring to, referring to plowing. Harisha is the Tzaysefes. It's the additional halacha that I would have thought you get Malkus. But then the Gemara said, no. I would have thought you get Malkus for plowing. Because it's included in the Klaal Pradu Klaal. But the Gemara then teaches us no. You do not get Malkus. Why? Why else would the terrorists speak out everything else and not speak out Harisha? Clearly, to teach us that there's no Malkus for Harisha. So, terrorists number one, Rav Lazar, is we're talking about Harisha, and that's why there is no Malkus. Rav no, the price of Rav Dimi on the top line is referring to something else. It's referring to the days that we added on, a concept that we learned in previous Mesechtais, that it's not only starting with Rosh Hashanah that Shemitah takes effect. Even before Rosh Hashanah certain practices you cannot do. You think you'd have to get Malkus for Tisafis for the additional Allah you have to leave over items and not Working them before Rosh Hashanah, so you learn now from the fact that the Torah says, "Do not plow and reap, and you have to rest from it." But the Gemara teaches us not that way. As we're going to see in a moment, says the Gemara. Let's go a bit deeper into the second answer of Rav Yechanan that the price of Rav Dimi is referring to the time before Rosh Hashanah. Ask the Gemara, what exactly are you referring to? As we learned in the Mishnah. Until when, when you let a plow before Shemitah, before Rosh Hashanah, you let a plow as long as it's beneficial for the fruit that's currently in the field, and you're not doing something to benefit the land, you're doing it for the fruit that is there. The two opinions are not very, very far apart. Rather, because Rabbi Shammai as well, when he says whatever is good for the fruit, is also close to Shavuos. And that by fruits, but how long you let a plow in a grain field, Arab Shavias, Mishatikla Alicha when the moisture dries up and is no longer there. And as long as people are plowing to plant squash and gourd. The Torah is giving every person his own subjective time, the own time when he has to stop plowing. Why? Because different people plow for different times for the gor- squash and for the gourd. Grains until Pesach, trees until Shavuos. And on this, Bryce of Amr Shimon, Bazi, Amr Yeshua, about 20 lines down. First word line is Yeshua. Ben Levi, Mishum, Bar Kapara, Rav Gamliel, Bazdina, Nimnu, Ashne, Bragamalalu. Rav Gamliel and his Bazin got up and said, Ubatlan, these two time periods. The time period that you have to stop on Pesach, time period you have to stop on Shavuos. Ton, null and void, says Rav Gamliel and his Bazdin, and you're allowed to plow. <coughs> Excuse me, all the way to Rosh Hashanah. Says the Gemara, 
Honing in on this last detail of the Brisa. What? This is is coming along and saying, that's it! Finished! You'll have to go all the way to Rosh Hashanah. How can he do that? Why not? One Bezdin cannot nullify what another Bezdin does. Unless it's greater than the first Bezdin. And of course, no one's going to be greater than the Bezdin of Bishami Bezillel. So how could Rav Gamliel get rid of the decree, get rid of the Tekana of Bishami Bezillel to stop plowing on Pesach and Shavuos? So Rav Yechanan paused for a moment and Amar lay, and then he responded and said, Amar Kach, see as follows. His new When they made the original takana to stop plowing, to stop doing work in the field, the grain field, the tree field, before Rosh Hashanah, Pesach, and Shavuos, respectively, Bishami Bizil built into that halacha. If someone wants, if another peasant wants to nullify this halacha, they're allowed to nullify it. Says the Gemara. One second. <laughs> the whole previous discussion sounded like who is the one that made the whole takana, the whole decree that you're not allowed to work before Rosh Hashanah? Sounds like it was Beisham and Beisalel, Shavuos and Pesach. Asks the Gemara, ten lines from the bottom. Did who he? What? This was a takana of Beisham and This is straight from Moses as Mount Sinai. There were three halachas that Moshe received in this regard. The halacha that once we have ten saplings, it's a certain level of a field, and you'll have to work on it. And these halachas are which we learn out from that you're not allowed to plow before Rosh Hashanah. So why are you suggesting it was Bishami Beisel? It really was Lachlamoshim Sinai. Really, that Lachlamoshim Sinai was thirty days. Said not just thirty days. Got to go back. And then Rigomdil came along and said, "Excuse me." And they made a, dec- a condition within their original decree. Bishami Beisel. And that is where of Gamliel had the place to come along and be mavatal that decree. And now the Gemara is going to go all the way back. What's the discussion that we're having? The discussion that we're having is about Harisha, about plowing right before Shemitah. Now the Gemara is going to wonder really, is that really Vahani al Ninu? Cry Ninu! It's not a Lach Lemoshmi Sinai. Really, it's a Basik. As the Mishnah quotes, So why did the Tyrus speak it out? Shenichlas, we turn over to tomorrow's Daftaf Talid. So we see clearly we're learning it out from the Basik. Rabbi Shmuel says a different din. Machar Shoshos, I've got to No, it's talking about things which are optional. You have to consider Aymashi Mitzvah, that's excluded. But I asked the Gemara, what do we see very clearly? We see that the halacha that you're not allowed to plow before Rosh Hashanah 30 days is not the halacha of Sinai, but rather, what is it? It's learned out straight from the Basik. 
Elo Amar Amnachem by Yitzchak, and with this we will conclude. Ki Gemiri Elchasa LeMishrei Yelada. When did the Allah LeMoshe Mitzina come along to permit the Yelada, the young tree, the sapling? The case when we had ten Esser Netiyos, ten saplings in a Beisa. That's Allah LeMoshe Mitzina. But what do we need the apostolic for? LeMisar Zekina in order to forbid the older trees. And of course, why can't you learn one for the next? And we'll leave that from tomorrow's Daf Mirzah